Hey there folks, this is Chris Hargraves from tipsforlawyers.com and welcome to the Tips for Lawyers podcast episode number 56. Hopefully I got that right. We are continuing today in our Real Lawyers series, but before we get into it, if you are enjoying this series, if you are enjoying the podcast and if you have not already done it, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and a nice comment of some kind that I can read and feel good about myself because that helps me stay motivated, but more importantly, it helps the podcast stay visible to those people who are looking for something just like this. You can get there easily by going to tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes, and that will redirect you to the correct page where you can leave the ranking. So, into the action. This is the Real Lawyers series, and today I wanted to make what should be a self-evident comment, and it is this. Real lawyers are expert communicators. So I could end it there. Uh, That would probably be less helpful than what you were hoping out of this particular podcast, because I know that communication is a huge issue for a lot of people. And it's because of the sheer breadth of it that many people struggle with forms of communication. Many people might be strong in one area and weak at another. So I'm going to run through some of the fundamentals of effective communication. The first, of course, is that communication is two-way. In order to be a good communicator, you need to be able to both receive and put out information. Because effectively what our job is as lawyers is we translate. If you think about what we do, we translate. So we might take instructions from our client, we might translate that into a letter to another solicitor, and then we might send that letter. So we have consumed the information and we have then put it into a format that is approachable, understandable, persuasive or useful to the recipient, and we have sent it to the recipient. Put the other way around, perhaps a client comes to us with a question. Our job is to translate the law. What does the law say? What did Judge X say in case Y? And what does that actually mean for you? Now, we don't necessarily communicate it in that way, but our job is to put it into a form that is useful, beneficial and valuable for our client. So we're translators. We consume information on the one hand, and then we output that information in a useful and accessible fashion for the people around us that need to be on the receiving end of that information. So that is fundamentally what we do. And because that is fundamentally what we do, it is an extremely important area for you to focus on as part of your growth in your legal skills in your career. So the first part of that equation is the consumption of information. And one of the areas in particular Uh, that lawyers need to be adept at is communicating with their clients and in particular receiving information from their clients. Because what we have a tendency to do, and this is where we start to go off the rails, those of us who think we're expert communicators, is we have a tendency to be thinking about what we're going to say next rather than listening to what is actually being said to us. And as a consequence, we have a tendency to miss things. Often subtle things, but they're important. We miss the tone of voice that someone says something with. We miss the words that weren't there. We miss the desire that was expressed about something. We miss some unspoken element that we should be prompted to ask a question about. Because rather than listening to what our client's actual concerns are, we're too busy thinking about how we're going to advise them. 
And so part of being an expert communicator is going to be that you need to become adept at consuming information. And that means you need to be not distracted by the other side of the process until it becomes relevant. What we tell ourselves is that our clients have come to us for advice and therefore we need to be putting together that advice and thinking about it and giving them that advice as early as possible and we need to express strong opinions and you see this often especially with senior lawyers who can express strong opinions very quickly but what they sometimes miss is that they're not answering a question that was asked or they're not approaching the problem from the way the client wants it approached or they haven't let the client tell their story And this is where developing rapport becomes an effective part of communication, because in order to develop rapport with someone, they need to feel like you're listening to them. It is not just about providing them with the legal advice. That is only the threshold of what you do as a lawyer. For a client to feel like they have been well served by you, they also need to feel like they have been listened to, because if you interrupt them at every available opportunity, and if you leap in with your opinions, and if you break their concentration... In circumstances where they're probably already nervous or upset or highly stressed or not sure what they're doing there or not sure how you can help, then you're not going to help them tell their story properly. And as a result, you might miss things. But also, and more importantly, you might not get a good appreciation for what your client actually cares about. This is like the client who wants to fight on principle in a litigation matter that's only worth a couple of thousand dollars and you tell them it's going to cost them $50,000 in legal fees and they say, I don't care, I'm fighting on principle. And then after the first couple of bills, they call you going, how is this costing so much money? How am I possibly going to get to the end of this? It's only worth $2,000. And you say, but I told you that. But you didn't tell them that at the right time or in the right way. And they didn't feel like they'd been listened to. So they still felt aggrieved. And so at the time you pointed those things out, it wasn't received well. This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about being an expert communicator. Real lawyers are not simply those who can speak or who can write long letters or who use big words or who occasionally degenerate into Latin phrases that nobody else understands. No, lawyers are people who are expert communicators at all aspects of it. And that means you need to understand your client and you need to be able to digest that information, whether it be verbal or nonverbal. And you need to be able to utilize that in order to serve your client better. Similarly, though, we also need to be able to consume large amounts of legal information. And this is obvious. If you've done a law degree or you're doing a law degree, then the ability to consume large amounts of information is obviously pretty high on your agenda. And you find ways to short circuit it as much as possible and you find ways to do it. But then you need to be able to translate it, not regurgitate it, translate it. And this is where expert communication also comes into play because translation into an appropriate language for your audience doesn't just involve repeating. I could cut and paste from decisions and statutes till the cows come home, but that doesn't mean I'm doing my job as a lawyer. If I send a letter of advice to you and it's simply snippets of relevant cases followed by some statute that's relevant, followed by C, that's the answer. Just look at that. Look at all that law that I found for you. Am I doing my job? Is that what I'm supposed to do as a lawyer or is there something more that I need to be doing in order to ensure that I can actually communicate in a way that's meaningful to you? This is where the element of translation comes into play. I need to translate it into words that are meaningful to you and that means I need to assess 
how sophisticated you are, whether you have business or legal experience, whether you've been through this process before or not, whether you habitually read contracts and understand them or not, whether you are likely to understand the sort of legalese that we find in judgments or not. And it also involves assessment of how you are going to want to receive the information. Should I telephone you? Should I email you? Should I write you a formal letter? Should I fax you? Should I have a face-to-face meeting? These things are relevant considerations. And when you look at the elements of client dissatisfaction, one of the things that is high on the list is that lawyers don't communicate in ways that clients actually appreciate or find meaningful. They cannot, therefore, appreciate the hard work that goes into doing your job because you're not communicating it to them effectively. Now, sometimes it's very difficult. If I'm drafting court submissions, they're going to be in a particular style and the client, depending on their level of experience, is not necessarily going to be appreciative of how submissions work or what things I can say and what things I cannot say. They might want me to use more aggressive language. Perhaps they want me to sound more angry in my submissions. And so part of my job is also to translate the translation. I've taken the law and I've taken the facts and I've translated that into submissions. Now that is for the court. That is for the judge. It is also partly for the other side, but it is not really for the client. The client needs to know and trust that I have done my job properly. And in order to communicate that to them, I might need to have them in for a meeting or I might need to explain it to them, not just say, here's a copy of our submissions. Have a nice day. But if they want to see the value that you're providing, then you need to communicate with them too. You need to retranslate the translation and say, here are the key points. This paragraph, this paragraph, this paragraph. This is where we tell the court that you should win and the other side should lose and why. This is where you see the hard work that we put in come into fruition. And when we get to court, we're going to speak to that as well. And we're going to point out that the other side is a liar. Or we're going to point out that your evidence should be trusted and theirs should not. But those aren't in these submissions for this reason, that reason and the other reason. Attack the things that your client actually wants to hear about. And if you've been listening to them, like I've just said, then you'll know what things they care about. Maybe they care about vindication. Maybe they care about being proven right. Maybe they care just about getting their money. Maybe they care about keeping costs down. Maybe they care about getting to a trial and having their day in court. Whatever it is, you need to be mindful and you need to be respectful and you need to be appreciative of precisely what it is your client wants out of this process because you are a horribly expensive service for them to engage. And if you're going to serve them properly and efficiently and well, then you want to do so in a way that communicates with them. So what have we talked about? We've talked about how lawyers are expert communicators, but what does that really mean? It means you're a translator. You take information in one form and you translate it to another. And depending on your audience, that form is going to be different. Now, I could have spent this podcast talking about how to write a letter. I could have spent this podcast talking about how to give a presentation, how to do advocacy in court, how to write submissions, how to draft a contract. Those are all forms of communication too. But because I'm talking about real lawyers, I wanted to focus on the big picture. And that is this. You consume information and then you reproduce it in a format that can be consumed. And if you can't do that, then you're not really a lawyer. Sorry. So you need to get into it. You need to practice. You need to think about those elements that I have mentioned. Are you really listening to what your client wants? Are you really preparing things in a form that is meaningful for the audience? Are you translating properly and effectively, or are you just regurgitating information? Whatever the situation is, remember, real lawyers are expert communicators. That's all for this podcast. 
I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me at tipsforlawyers.com. Check out the stuff there. And again, leave a review at iTunes. That would be awesome. And I will see you next time.